previously on perceiving the spiritual See, when, when we lay our hands that's where the work of the holy spirit is started now the holy spirit is start manifesting now so when the holy spirit comes the evil spirit they have to react you see if you are in christ no matter what this guy have done don't worry about it it's not going to affect you at all again why why god say why jesus say love your enemy it is because through them the lord is going to bless you now spiritually physically anything is through them the lord is going to bless you unless it's sorcery or falsity or foretell you believe all those lies it's not going to affect you a lot but you believe all those lies so uh, how do we recognize between sorcery and prophecy like god speaks to an evangelist or a prophet that that word of prophecy and how do we make sure we don't we don't believe the wrong thing is word come from the lord a prophet is prophesying mm. it always give you peace mm. it always give you hope mm. it always give you a clear mind mm. but word from the devil it always gives you doubt for example mm. in the book of genesis chapter 3 mm. when satan came uh, tried to deceive eve the first thing he said he bring doubt into her heart and right. mind right, right, right. Yeah. that's the first thing so all this sorcery all those foretell and you know uh, prophecy from the evil one it always brings doubts in our heart mm. it always mm. give you fear right it will say if you don't marry this person that's it you're gone mm. or if you marry that person your life is gone right. it always gives fear is always give doubts mm. it always give very uncomfortable kind of a, you know a feelings mm. emotions mm. but word that come from the lord mm. it's give you peace mm. and hope immediately when i prophesy over somebody mm. they can they can feel the peace of god mm. this is very basic thing how do we you know differentiate mm. word from the devil and word mm. from the lord yeah a lot of us as christians we we really want to do the will of god so we listen to anyone and everyone who prophesies or gives us a word so i think we need to be careful in that sense uh and make sure that we listen to the right person and the right word from god and also let me let me add this mm. uh, even let's let's not talk about the world you know worldly people prophesy let's talk about christianity let's talk about the prophets mm. that is from the church mm. how do we identify that this prophet is prophesying the right word right many right. time people are deceived from the mm. prophet from the i mean from the churches right. so how do we identify you see i'm also uh, use lot of prophecy gifts mm. i like to give you a tip any prophet that prophesying over your life it has to be related to the word of god oh okay the prophecy if it is not from the word of god it is something else that is prophesying definitely it is not a word from the lord okay prophecy always has to relate to the word of god it's always relate to the will of okay. god okay it has to relate always to the i mean to the desire of the lord mm. if it is not all this then we can easily identify this man who call i mean so called prophet he is just shooting words mm. it is not from the lord mm. it is not from the lord and you see some some uh, uh, meetings that i have seen pastors you know go around prophets go around so fast and just prophesying like machine guns <laughs> shooting everyone <laughs> you know i have seen okay. so all that it is not prophecy because prophecy has to come from him mm. it's like god's language turn into man's word oh, okay 
you know, is God's language turned into man's word, you know, where I have to receive from him mm-hmm. and I have to prophesy. I can't mm-hmm. be like shooting like a machine gun because I have not received from him. Right, right. This mm-hmm. is why many prophets fail because uh, they have done prophecy for many years mm-hmm. and every word that comes out from their mouth, they think is a prophecy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Doesn't work. Yeah. Doesn't work. Oh, okay. And sometimes we see that the prophecies that are told of our life, it doesn't come to pass. So is, can we take that also as a sign that they were in genuine? No, prophecy, prophecy is not happening. If not, it didn't come to pass, it could be two reasons. The first reason, maybe the prophet is not prophesying what the Lord wants him to prophesy. The second thing, those who receive the prophecy, they have to work for the prophecy work. Oh. If you don't work for the prophecy, prophecy will never work in your life. For example, if I prophesy over your life, I said, Sister, dear, one day you will serve the Lord. Mm. So you got that word, you are so excited now, mm. you are so happy. Mm. But just keeping the word will never turn you to be a pastor or a minister. Right. So what I need to know, what I need to do is, since I have received a word from the Lord, I have to go for a Bible, I mean, attend a Bible college, mm. I have to study, I have to finish my theology. Mm. You know, I slowly have to grow my prayer life, I have to change. So I have to work for the prophecy in order for the prophecy to work in your life. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. In in your years of ministry, can you please share the most powerful testimony or the powerful experience uh, you have come across? If you can share it in this platform, it will be really helpful to the listeners. Yeah, there's so many, but I'll just share one. Uh, when I was... Uh, Appointed as assistant pastor, I was 22 years old, very young. At the time, I was so fired for God, even now. Very, very fired for God. So one day I was praying and say, God, use me, use me and use me. And uh, God was not using me because the time was not there. So I even remember I prayed this way. I say, Lord, use me or kill me. Because there's so much of fire to serve the Lord. One day, my, my senior pastor received a call and said, uh, there's a demon possessed case, you need to come and pray. The wife is a Christian, okay. the husband is a Hindu, so he is possessed with the demon mm-hmm. and he's taking a big knife and chasing the wife in the house to, you know, to kill her. She, uh, finally, by the grace of God, she came out of the house okay. and she was calling the pastors. Mm-hmm. So I was assisting uh, my senior pastor, so myself, uh, another pastor and a senior pastor were going to that place. And I was telling the Lord, I say, Lord, uh, this is my first experience that I'm going to pray for a demon possessed okay. man. Okay. Show me something new. Oh, I want okay. to see something. Okay. I want to see something new. So what we did, we went. It was on, I think it's in the 13th or 15th floor. No, oh, okay. So uh, I met the sister in the lobby and she said, uh, my husband is there with a big knife. Okay. He's chasing me to kill me. I said, don't worry, let's go. So when we went up, when we opened the door, everything was calm. The husband was normal. Everything was mm. okay. No issue, oh. no problems. I'm wondering what is happening. Everything was okay. okay. But in my heart, I was just praying, Lord, I want to see something. I want to see something tonight. Okay. So everything was okay. So my senior pastor, the other pastor, all in the hall, mm. uh, talking to the sister and the sister was whispering, telling what is happening in the house. And I was looking for the man. The man is missing. Oh. What I did, where is this man now? He was there, but okay. suddenly he's missing. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for him. So I was looking one after, I mean, rooms, one room, then mm-hmm. and next room. Then finally, mm-hmm. I saw him in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. He was chopping uh, pork meat. 
Oh, okay. He was chopping pork meat and he was eating a raw meat. Oh, okay. He was eating raw meat. So I asked him, I knew something. Hmm. So I asked him, what are you doing? He said, I'm eating. Hmm. And he is eating raw pork meat. Then I asked him, what do you want? Hmm. He said, I want blood. And he got big knife with his hand. Oh. So he said, I want blood. I said, I have blood. Okay. What blood do you have? He asked. Then the, when, when the conversation started, hmm. his voice started to change now. Oh. So he said, what blood do you have? I said, hmm. I have the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh. When I say that word, hmm. now this conversation is happening in the kitchen, in the hall, Pastor Saul sitting, nobody knows what is happening. It's just between me and that man. Right. And I say, I have the blood of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. He immediately attacked me. Oh, okay. One hand, he, he, he carried me. Oh just one God. hand, he okay. carried me. And he's pushing me to the bathroom. And I okay. was like protecting myself. I'm pushing him. When everything is like, you know, so noisy, mm. very noisy in the, in the kitchen, Pastor mm. Saul came running. And we, we catched him and then we prayed for him. Mm. Finally, he was delivered completely. Mm. And it, it takes hours. Oh. Uh, it takes one, two hours to really, you know, uh, yeah. pray for him and for him to get delivered. Mm. So that one experience, the Lord, it was a powerful experience because that <laughs> yeah. was the first time I was yeah. praying for a demonic <laughs> person. But yeah. that experience was so powerful. Yeah. Through that experience, I learned two things. Mm. I think I'm going to share this, which is going to help uh, all the listeners. Mm. The first thing what I have learned, the devil has so much of power. Mm. Never underestimate the power of uh, the devil. Never and never underestimate. Never underestimate the power of witchcraft. Never underestimate. Mm. He's still working and it works so powerful. So that Mm. night, I learned something because I was always underestimate the work of the devil saying mm. God is bigger, God is bigger. Mm-mm-mm. Of course, there's no doubt God is bigger, but we cannot underestimate the power of the devil. So that night I learned something and I've learned one more thing. No matter how powerful the devil is, the one is there is in us is greater than the one that is out there. Right. When we go with that uh, faith, mm. when we go with that courage, mm. God will never and never put you to shame. Mm. He will put the devil to shame and he will lift you mm. up. So that night when I prayed and when that get when the man get delivered, I was so so happy. Mm. And, and and you know, from that day onwards, any demon possessed case, they will bring it to me. Mm. Even in the churches, <laughs> right. in our church, when we are praying, suddenly yeah. demon possessed case will start to, you know, manifest. Right. Every eyes, you know, like satellite, everyone will turn to me and say, call this man to pray. And by the grace of God, when I lay my hand, God delivered them. So again, I like to, I mean, uh, mention this again. Mm. Never underestimate the power of the devil. And remember, when you are in the Lord, nothing can come against Mm. you. Everything that come against you, Mm. the Lord will burn them with his holy fire. Amen. Yeah. One, one last question, Uncle. Uh, yeah. We've seen a lot of people and they start ministry and they pray for us, for other people, or they won't pray for demon people, demon-possessed people because they'll say they either don't have the gift or they're scared or they'll say it'll come back and hurt me or my family. So is it true? Like, can it come back? And like, if you pray for someone, can it come back and hurt you? Or Yeah. You see, for example, if I'm praying for somebody, mm-hmm. 
at that moment maybe the uh, the demon uh, possess or the evil spirit is like you know the person is delivered mm. after that my life has to be right mm. again the book of epician chapter 6 you're not fighting against flesh, flesh. you're fighting against spirits and spirits they have power mm. if my life is not right mm. you know what the devil will do he will come against you now mm. he will come against you this is where some pastors some ministers they said i'm not going to do yeah. this ministry anymore because this ministry is a very difficult ministry it is not the difficult ministry because it is not you that uh, is not you that you know doing it is god that is doing in you mm. through you mm. it is not you right. so it is not difficult for the lord mm. at that moment god is just using us as a vessel mm. as a instrument as a tools that's it mm. all glory goes to god all honor belongs to him so you can't be like praising yourself oh i have gone i have to lay my hand everything has happened no 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 at the moment you are just like a tools remember mm. if your life is right mm. nothing will come against you otherwise the devil will come against you he leave that body and he will come against you because your life is not right mm. so that's uh... a very very interesting topic we spoke about uh, something i yeah. think a lot of christians don't know about and i believe it will uh, open their mm-hmm. eyes so just a quick recap of everything we spoke about we spoke about what is witchcraft and we saw you gave us a lot of bible verses mm-hmm. the explanation uh, we saw that witchcraft is done to a person mm-hmm. because of um, jealousy or they're doing better than me or between relatives because of hatred we also saw that if we're not finding peace or if we find something's not right there's no joy then we know that a family or that person is attacked by witchcraft and we also spoke about how to break the bondage of witchcraft which is you have to repent and you have to pray and obey obey the word of the lord and uh, we saw that we can also be affected more than once by witchcraft and uh, we also saw how to safeguard ourselves from these witchcraft powers and uh, the most important question how to deal with people who have done witchcraft against us mm. we have to love them not only uh, through prayer but we also have to show mm. it through our actions and um, we spoke about sorcery divination and witchcraft a uh, lot of things we learned today and thank you once again for your time uncle can you please uh, close with a prayer for all the listeners right amen thank you lord heavenly father we thank you again for this uh, beautiful moment thank you for that understanding thank you for the revelation that you revealed to us today father this conversation this interview as when we post this in facebook or when we post this into other medias lord we pray that this will help many christians many families to be delivered completely from all this witchcraft lord father we know when we repent when we commit ourselves when we obey when we surrender totally into your hands lord you can set us free immediately lord there's nothing is impossible for you lord lord i pray that many families under bondages many families under spell they do not know what to do lord father i pray again through this through this interview through this conversation i pray lord many lives will be transformed many lives will be changed many lives many families will be delivered lord in jesus name i pray amen amen
Thanks for listening to today's episode. As we delve deeper into the spirit realm and the different ways we can get attacked, it's liberating to know that we don't have to live with demonic attacks. Jesus is the way, truth, and the life, and He came to give abundant life. All we need to do is accept Him as our Lord and Savior, and rest knowing we have already won the battle because we are His children. Check out our monthly series, Break Every Chain, that drops every month. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more updates. Catch you next week. Until then, stay blessed.